Conversations on Mental Health The Mind Pod brought to you by my upchar Fortis National Mental Health Program Fortis Healthcare These are conversations that are very important for all of us conversations about our well-being conversations that can bust some myths and that can create awareness in all of us improve our quality of life and make mental health a priority This podcast today we are going to talk about a very interesting topic a topic which would apply a lot to school students and it will also apply to all you college students and young working adults as well how do i optimize my working time how do i ensure that my productivity is at my best given the time that i spend at work so today joining me dr samir parik i'm the director of the fortis national mental health program fortis healthcare i'm a psychiatrist is going to be the very well known divya jain who's a counseling and sports psychologist and is also the head of psychological services at fortis healthcare divya you work not just with um, students and uh, young adults you also work with athletes so this aspect of ensuring that i have optimum performance given that i have few hours in the day to put in the right kind of effort to go about how i organize myself balancing my time and ensuring that how my routine is gives me the best outcome so what can young people do if you can help us guide through this process with your interaction that you've been having over these several years of people So when I think productivity actually what comes to my mind is a uh, formula 1 racing we'd like to think that uh, life is this race track where we just floor the accelerator and keep it at its maximum but if you really want to win the win the race if there is a race at all uh, you need to be able to read the course you need to be able to know when to take your foot off the accelerator a bit when you need to brake and most importantly when you need to time that pit stop so that your car is able to function at its optimal and i think that's what we really need to understand about productivity it's not just going full throttle at all times it's about understanding ourselves understanding what we have to do and then navigating through that with the right checks and balances in place very interesting uh, you talked about uh, formula 1 i've been saying this to people life is not a sprint that you keep running it's almost a kind of a marathon but just never stops so we have servicing for cars we need sleep for our own health we all need breaks so break and knowing when to stop is actually one of the most important parts of your productivity most people who would be talking about how to enhance productivity actually focus so much on how to work better rather than focusing first upon knowing when to take a break how to take a break and which is going to be the first step for all you listeners here so they were if i am at work or let's say if i am a student studying when to take a break what to do in the break help me understand that so our average attention span is about 45 minutes which is when we're able to perform to our optimal and then typically our performance will start deteriorating so it's a good idea to take a break after every 45 minutes important thing to keep in mind here is that after those 45 minutes you take about a 5 10 minute break where you're able to recharge and then you get back 
uh, to your next 45 minutes stint i remember the first time i spoke to some young students i got into a lot of trouble with uh, the principal because i think the talk had run past 45 minutes and the students only heard study for 45 minutes and then you're done for the day and uh, i remember getting a lot of calls at that time yes in fact you know um, here let me put a perspective that when you have even long meetings it's important to take those mind breaks you may not be able to leave the meeting you could probably just stand take a 30 second walk and be back have a glass of water a lighter moment can also be a break why are these breaks important these breaks are important not just because of a concentration span it's also about fatigue if you are starting to experience any form of mental fatigue automatically your attention retention productivity tendency towards errors all get affected so in fact taking a break just before you would have started feeling fatigue is important and that's why this idea of a break in 40 45 minutes is important and depending upon what the situation is where you are you can take the break what we advise it's always best to uh, stretch your legs a bit move here and there talk to a colleague make a call to a friend talk to somebody around but do something which is not at your desk that is important because it gives a subtle kind of a mental break to your mind also knowing that i am not where i walk and then you can be back depending upon the kind of break you need and then start again these short breaks during the course of the day would significantly improve your overall productivity performance and ensure that you don't feel fatigue so yes breaks very very important let's come to the next part of it uh you know i see a lot of people um, struggling with uh, let's say their work environment or work station so many times uh, so i i prefer everything a bit uncluttered i like least things on my table i feel that when i have more stuff it actually tends to distract me i also feel that um, when i'm doing something i don't like something running parallel so i'd want my phone on the side or silent but i see a lot of people having a bit of a foolish table lots of things going on about there do you think that would also have an uh, impact on their performance and productivity absolutely first of all i think just the fact that you've reached your table and are working from the table is in itself a huge win because there is now this culture of working from the bed and studying from the bed so i think you're halfway there if you're on the table but yes the kind of clutter the kind of things that you have on your desk will actually have a significant impact because all of these things impact uh, our attention the resource of attention which is limited right we can only focus on one thing at a time and for example if i have a huge to do list or if i have whatever i have to do next also right there staring at me chances of my getting distracted not being able to stay in the present moment increase significantly it's also possible that i get overwhelmed by the amount of work that i have and i remember what used to happen to me was if you give me five tasks i just wouldn't do any 
because I would just say, oh my God, there's so much work, there's so much work. So if you can just keep the one thing that you're working on, keep an uncluttered desk and then just focus on that, get it out of the way, then focus on the next. That's going to make you the most productive. I think two parts to what Divya just said, and let me try and break this for all of you. Why a decluttered table? Because you are reducing distractions. Now, you may want to put certain things there which make you feel good. It could be a plant. It could be a picture. That's fine. If it makes you feel relaxed and good, go ahead and do it. A lot of people actually prefer the to-do lists. For some, the to-do list may actually help. But for a lot many, the to-do list may become a distraction. So you need to split this, which basically means, of course, you need to have a list. Lists need to have a priority, a one, two, three, four that I've always talked about. What is important needs to be done right now. What's important but can be done later on. What's not important but might need attention a bit earlier. What's neither important, neither requires attention in a quadrant of one, two, three, four, let's say. And you approach it like that. Now you can decide, you can have a digital calendar, digital reminders, or you can have, if you prefer them as a, sticky notes or in any other form in in your diary. That's quite fine. But you will need to do one task at a time. You finish the task, follow your priorities. Once your task is over, take your break, go to the next, next task, but really avoid thinking or in fact doing more than one task at a time. That will invariably always result into more errors. So yes, you keep your table organized and like what Divya said, make sure you're actually working on a workstation. I've talked about this um, at various levels, you know, workstation, work windows, work breaks. That's what gives you productivity. Your workstation should be fixed. Your mind knows this is where I have to give my full attention. This is where I work. Work window, which means I know when I'm starting, I also know when I'm ending. So neither do I let it overextend and I also take my regular work breaks. Putting all these three together, I optimize my performance. Now, how do I reduce my other distractions which actually have significant impact on me? It could be I'm doing a task, I get a mail, I get a text, I get a social media message, I get a call from someone. Some of these aspects which may be not necessarily purely professional or related to my academics if I'm a student, but indirectly it could be a colleague, a boss, it could be a male, or it could be something even related to what I'm doing on social media or some news has happened. How do I manage this? Because this in modern day times is one of the biggest distractions. Every now and then people scroll, they were doing a task, they get lost with something that they just heard or saw, And then it takes precious moments away. Yes, I think a lot of different pings and notifications that are competing for our energy. I think with social media, with interactions with friends, it's a bit easier. It's possible for us to just kind of either silence them, block them out. Lots of settings on our phone and our computers that can actually help us prioritize those a bit better. But I want to ask you, Dr. Parikh, if you message me, while I am working on a very important task that you have given me, what should I do? You should not read it. You should let it be. You finish your task and when you see the message, you tell me that you were doing a very important task. So what you did here was you recognized the fact that you chose to complete a task. 
which needed your full attention and then you are also owning up for not responding at that time because you were doing something and then you do the task which was then given to you. This comes down not just to your organizing yourself, it also comes down to your nature of communication which is the next part of our conversation. If you want to be productive, get your communication on track as well. Sometimes, because we don't communicate effectively at work, pressure builds on us and our productivity takes a downward spiral. We presume a lot. We are lost in our own stereotypical thinking also at times when it comes to work. We have a lot of presumptions and we don't communicate effectively. Like the example Divya gave, if you are doing something important, finish it. But if you are also expected to, and this may be your perception, because your supervisor may actually want you to finish a task, not necessarily answer a mail. And that's something one needs to understand. But this is also something for HR, trainers, supervisors, leaders. Inculcate this aspect of work culture where you encourage people not to do multitasking, finish one task and go to the next and understand that if somebody is doing something important, there may be a time lapse to the response and that should not be looked down upon. In fact, it should be seen as responsible way of doing effective work. In fact, uh, I also feel that a lot of times we have these assumptions that I need to be able to manage absolutely everything on my own. I need to be absolutely perfect, uh, knocking one thing out of the park and I shouldn't have to escalate anything to my superior because they may think I'm incompetent. They may reduce the amount of work that they're giving me. But we need to understand that A, there is a limit to how much we can do ourselves and B, we're working in a team for a reason. And us, our team members, our supervisors, essentially on the same team, right? We're not on opposing ends and the work is not a football that's being played in between. So if we're able to communicate that, if we're able to share that, ask for help where it's required, ask for support where it's required, I think that just eases off the pressure a lot. Yes, absolutely. So all you listeners, communication is important. If you feel you have more work, share. If you feel somebody else is doing work where you can help, share. If you feel that you need help from your colleagues, ask. But let people be informed. If your students here listening, keep your parents and teachers informed with your day-to-day -day progress and work. So you don't need to be given reminders. A lot of you who talk about to-do lists and reminders, work with the ethic that you don't need to be reminded. If you are going to prioritize your tasks, complete them on time and go from one task to another, maintain your efficiency, but minimize the need to be reminded. That is also something which is very important and you figure your own ways around it. Moving on from this, I also feel um, starting time at work and your approach to starting work is also an integral part of your day's uh, productivity outcome. They were your thoughts. You had a very, very um, you know, strong work ethic when it comes to starting your day. So from your personal experience, in fact, how does a young person start their day? Well, thank you for calling me a young person. But I start my day with, with a workout, get it out of the way as soon as possible, because if I do it in the evening, I'll keep 
dreading it all day long that this is also going to happen so you make sure that you are fit you are active you eat well and you start your day and i think just preparing so we live in a city which has a lot of traffic we need to accept that there's a lot of traffic so make sure that you leave on time give yourself enough time for me personally i get very anxious if i'm running late and that will just be a horrible start to my day if i know that i'm running late so i make sure that i give myself a little bit of a buffer make sure i reach about 5 minutes before dr parik does otherwise he'll also start getting a bit angry what that also does is it it gets me off the ground running and it also makes sure that i'm also able to end my work at a reasonable hour a lot of times if we st- start late delayed take a while getting into that flow you'll find that that work spills over we tend to procrastinate a bit you feel like if you don't put a hard stop to your day you feel like oh i can just let me take a break i can do this after half an hour i can do this after an hour and that work window that dr parik spoke about it just keeps on expanding and expanding and that's when we feel like we don't have a work life balance so i think starting on time and a hard stop both are important yes i think when i was talking about approach one thing that what i want you to be focusing on don't be rushed at the start of your day otherwise you will continue to feel edgy restless and you will feel more fatigued than the day would have actually got you so if you reach on time and you are settled on time you are relaxed before the start of your day again taking an example from exams you want to go in time for the examination hall not feel just running in where you are already anxious and your palpitations are up and you are perspiring no you go in relax sit take a few relaxed breaths now let's go for it same thing when it comes to your routine start your day have a bit of a routine that helps you what what sports psychologists like they we actually talk about which is zoning in zoning is an integral to work so you zone in by having a bit of a routine in the day being on time starting on time and then you keep zoning out by taking your breaks so what we talked about today are simple things to do simple things that all of us can do start your day on time end your day properly don't be rushed have a priority so that you don't end up wasting your time on things that could have been done later and don't do the things which are required now which puts unnecessary pressure on you so yes you prioritize we also talked about if there was a work culture then the work culture should also have an importance of work station work window and we also learn the importance of work breaks nothing brings in efficiency without communication communicating with your colleagues communicating and ensuring that you are on the same page works also on your atmosphere at work how you organize your workstation and how you work around and navigate through the extra aspects of our life whether it is social media whether it is your personal life you make sure that you find time for it not th- that breaks your routine and that should not be happening but one last thing before we wind this conversation make sure that when you leave your workplace your work for the day is done if you feel there's something pending then plan your next day in a way that you don't go home thinking about this work 
and to enhance your productivity, you will need to understand that work-life balance is very, very important. If you are productive, if you are efficient, organized, and you complete your tasks and feel relaxed while doing it, you will have some off days, yes. But overall, if you are enjoying that, then your efficiency, your productivity would be very good. And your work-life balance would be all the more better. So that's our conversation for today, which is enhancing our productivity. You had Divya Jain, counseling and sports psychologist, head psychological services at Fortis National Mental Health Program, in a conversation with me. This is MindPod podcast brought to you by my Upchar and the Fortis National Mental Health Program. I'm Dr. Samir Parekh. I'm a psychiatrist. And we shall meet again and continue this conversation. Today, we talked about productivity at work and we kept talking and touching on the topic of work-life balance. So next episode, let's have a conversation on balancing our life, that fine balance between work and our personal space. Thank you. Keep listening. See you soon.